Vegas. Some hotels and casinos are open for business with precautions in place, of course. This gentleman, for instance, came ready to play video poker wearing a mask and gloves and <laughs> smoking cigarettes under the mask. <laughs> no one has ever cared more and less about his health at the same time. <laughs> well, that's Hilarious. that video uh, yeah. you, you tweeted out yesterday, Sean. Yeah, yeah schlubby guy in a tank top smoking sideways out the side of his mask. He'd take a big hit of it and then lower his mask and whoo, breathe out his smoke. <laughs> awesome. Uh, many of you guys Mark. mentioned this yesterday. I was gone. Uh, for Friday, the NASDAQ composite closed at an all-time high. Did that get much news coverage? It didn't. It didn't. Just the news I was taking in. Uh-uh. When the market goes down, you can't get away from it. Right. You'd have to work at avoiding the news. When the market hits a new all-time record high, that's good news, right? Up more than 40% from its March lows, the S&P 500 turned positive for 2020. Right. Moving up. So there you go. The NASDAQ, the stock exchange founded by rapper Nas. He approves every stock on it. Exactly. Can't tell me nothing. Record eye. Um, That's Lil Nas X. Oh, he was different, a, different complete. Nasir Nas from yeah, the older era. Yeah, I don't know. The Dillmatic. It's a hip-hop yeah, oh, Lil Nas X is now the uh, the chairman of the exchange. Oh. I mean, the fit was just so perfect, they couldn't pass. Okay, boomer to me, then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Got a guy here. Who's, like, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Got a guy here who was getting an unwanted pizza for nine years, and it was driving him crazy. There's I think, never been such a thing. I would be happy about that. It might unwanted. be unordered, but it's not unwanted. <laughs> I'll Excellent just, distinction. I'll just read the story as it's written. It's a good problem to have, until it isn't. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. The odd story of this dude, a 64, 5-year-old man living in Belgium, who for the last nine years has been getting pizzas he hasn't ordered. The orders come at all hours, which includes 2 a.m. That would annoy me. And a memorable low point I came I need in. it, but I need it annoyed. <laughs> Slightly this annoyed. Stupid pizza place delivering pizzas. Slightly annoyed when you woke me up. Not annoyed at all during the first two pieces. Right. Pretty annoyed by the fourth piece. Right. At the end of it, why they gotta stop that? Sick. <laughs> <laughs> my kids. I allowed my kids to overeat crap during our drive. I don't know if they learned anything from that. A couple of times they like drank. If you drink that old milkshake, you're gonna you're gonna feel terrible. No, I'll be fine. And then like two-thirds of the way through, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Yes, you do. <laughs> of course, I haven't learned anything, and I'm decades older than they are, so it's unlikely they're going to learn anything either. Um, where was it? Oh, yes. Uh, the low point came in January 2019, where 10 delivery men arrived over the course of one day carrying 14 pizzas. Oh, boy. Pizza terror is victim's own slice of hell, said the Times of London in a headline. An unnecessarily cutesy headline. I can't sleep anymore. I start shaking every time I hear a scooter on the street. <laughs> Calm down, dude. <laughs> you gotta move, don't you? Is somebody doing this or what? What's the story? He says he always refuses the food without pay to the detriment of the restaurant. And he's not alone in his hell. And he probably has to deal with pissed off delivery guys. Although you'd think at some point, unless this guy lives in Brussels or something... <laughs> All the local pizza joints would get the idea, hey, don't deliver to Jean-Claude at 123 Main Street. He didn't order it. Is this guy who's ordering it, does he just forget that he ordered it and never follows up? Oh, it could be. He says a female friend living about 20 miles away has been on the receiving end of unwanted pizza deliveries for nine years as well. (laughs) It's a pandemic. Sometimes we both get them on the same day. When that happens, we we warn each other to expect a delivery. (laughs) He's alerted police on more than one occasion. The culprit (laughs) remains unknown. The culprit. 
It's thought to be someone they know. Well, they, thank you for that, cops. They don't have caller Defund ID. Defund those cops. <laughs> Defund Belgian cops. You don't, you don't have caller ID? You don't, like, notice? That, all right. That story is it's, it's you frustrating on the, a number of different levels. You would think levels. the pizza place would really be uh, motivated to figure out who's doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Belgium, one of the low countries, Jack. Low IQ, apparently. <laughs> I wouldn't want to have to pay for all those pizzas. If they're coming free, just keep them coming. Just keep them coming. I'll just keep eating. Uh, but no, the, the delivery man's got his hand out. you got to pay yeah. for it. Yeah, right? I get it. I hadn't realized it till I was uh, in Europe on business a number of years ago. Um, and uh, Belgians are the butt of jokes of, like, all of Europe. That they're the idiots. Belgians are stupid. Of course, that's all. That's you know clearly not the case. But for whatever why reason, why is it clearly not the case? Well, how do you end up with a country full of stupid people? Well, explain the genetics of that to me. I mean, because you have free movement around Europe, and you'd think at some point the smart so, people would move in and exploit the dumb people, so perhaps by sending them uh, erroneous pizzas so, or something. So, by that that logic, is, all their money. is there no country that's any smarter than any other country? Well, now that's an interesting question. Thank you. Um, I, I could see small variations in dumbness and smartness, uh, again, explained by uh, genetics and reproductive rates. The very theory of the movie Idiocracy is that uh, smarter people are having fewer and fewer children. Undeniable. And, Statistically and proven. Not so bright people are having more and more, and soon the world will be peopled with idiots. Uh, and, you know, you look around, you think, well... So we've talked a lot before. It's something like 75% of people think they're better looking than average. Mm. And those numbers don't work out. Not really. Uh, how about intelligence? It's got to be true for intelligence, too. I've seen those numbers, but I don't, I don't recall what Is they there are. Is anybody? I, I believe they are very, very similar. Have you ever known anybody who thinks they're of, that thinks they're of below average intelligence? I know I am. You think you're a below no, you're average not. intelligence? You're not. I know you're not. No, but I think I am. I think I'm smart enough. I'm smart <laughs> well, enough I to know that I don't know anything. I'm very stupid. I can point to several decisions in the last couple of days that would. Dummy. <laughs> if you're going to tease them out. Yeah, I, I I've certainly known plenty of people who understand that they struggle with certain things. I came so close to running out of gas yesterday with my kids in the car on a long trip, which oh. would have been one of your all-time stupid moves. It's toward the end of a 12-hour day of driving, and uh, i got to stop at the next gas station. But then the kids did something, and I'm tired, and I'm slugging down coffee, and I just forgot. Mm. I just spaced it out. Oh, and then I man. looked down, and thought, holy crap! Luckily, there was a town uh, real close. Yeah, what do, you, what do you do if you got two little kids in a car? You have them sit in the car while you wait? Or? I suppose I call a AAA something or other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah, can bring out good. a can. Yeah, but yeah. it still would have been. Bring me a can. It, it would have delayed getting home even later. Which Get would a demerit rough. on your man card. But oh, that's about oh it. more yeah. than a demerit. I think they take your card away from uh, you. Temporarily. Yeah. You get a provision. For a first-time offense? You're, it ought to be for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you Running get out a, of gas on a family trip with your kids in the car, they take your card away. You get a provisional man card. It's bright red around the edges, so oh, everybody no. knows. Right, and you have to go uh, uh, three months, 90 days, without screwing up to get your regular one back. Yeah, Read the fine print. But, for instance, that would have made me dumber than average. Because the average person wouldn't do that. Mm. So it's got to be a, um, uh, what's it talk about when you put a whole bunch of things together? A cumulative score. Yeah, see, you came up no. with that word. Well done. You're not that dumb. Uh, you, you did it took the, you a while, but you came up with the word. You did the genetic testing thing. Are you Belgian? <laughs> Do you have any Belgian blood I'm in 98% you? Belgian. All right. So, so it sounds like it. So listen, 
one of the great items of the civil rights movement, Martin Luther King's letter from Birmingham jail. Oh, sure. Uh, a guy's uh, about to be fired from UCLA for reading it. Oh, come on now. I'm, I am I am coming on or something. Bunch of Belgians. <laughs> I will share that story with you in a moment. It will probably torque you off. Stay tuned to be torqued. According to the latest numbers, almost a half million people returned to work yesterday as New York began phase one of its reopening. And you can tell it's going to be an adjustment because a lot of them forgot to wear pants. Uh, sorry, out of practice. Because they've been doing the Zoom meetings. Gotcha. I get it. Um, they got the wardrobe mullet going. Rampant. The, the wardrobe, wardrobe mullet. I like that. So, that is funny. Uh, we have one texture that's accusing HBO of virtue signaling. As HBO is not, uh, they have pulled Gone with the Wind. Because of the Black Lives Matter movement and the portrayal of slaves, I guess, they're tying that all together. Anyway, this person said, here's all the places you can watch Gone with the Wind. And it's Amazon, Apple TV, YouTube. I don't recognize all these. Um, Fandango, Video. Uh, Mbox, MSNBC, something or other. Anyway, Slambox, Slambox, there's, there's Slambox. Like, there's like 25 different streaming operations where you can watch Gone with the Wind. Yeah. So good on you, HBO. You've fixed the world. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's got to be virtue signaling. You didn't actually think it was going to damage you to show Gone with the Wind, unless unless you personally actually believe it's yeah. harming society. Yeah, there are a lot of places you can buy meth, but I'm not going to sell it out of my house. You know, I just I won't have it. And maybe they believe that sincerely, maybe not. I don't know. Corporations are desperate to do the right thing now and are doing all sorts of dumb stuff. It's also a way to get your brand new streaming service mentioned all the time. Yeah, I think I'm leaning, Bingo. I think I'm, le- I think I'm leaning that way. Their, are you saying we've been duped? Their huh? new streaming service that nobody knows they have has been mentioned on every news station in America today. And they're not even pulling it. They're saying we're going to put it back on with some sort of disclaimer. So like Joe said before, they just put it on timeout. It's yeah. in a penalty box. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry. I was reminded of uh, something I read. I think it may be in this editorial uh, in the Washington Examiner um, talking about the, the white people kneeling and begging forgiveness for being white. Um, yeah, here it is. It's chilling to see people forced to accept what they know is rubbish, but watching them willingly embrace fraudulent ideologies and wallowing in their own humiliation is almost worse. Creepy scenes are being played out across America of people dropping to their knees in ritual submission to confess their complicity in systemic racism. It's like the sheep in Animal Farm falsely accusing themselves of peeing in the water trough. That is, everybody needs to reread that That's book. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is just. Oh, yes, I did it. I, falsely, I'm, I'm guilty. Yes, yes. Falsely accusing themselves is a the, the perfect way to put it. Right, and and the reason this uh, is so concerning is that it ends up in insanity, violence, and and persecution of people, including black people. I mean, it, it'll. It, oh my God! If some of the uh, the the social justice warrior types on the far left get their way, it'll be the worst thing that ever happened for all people. That's my belief, but. And you end up with insanity like this. UCLA, 
has launched an inquiry into a teacher for reading aloud Martin Luther King's letter from Birmingham jail because the civil rights document includes the N-word. Oh, my God. I know. That's a level of insanity you can't even... Well, and here's... It's so stupid, you could be excused almost for dismissing it. But here's the problem. If an individual thought that was a good idea, well, they're just a crazy person. You don't you can get around it. You don't have to deal with them. But if you have an institution like UCLA so terrified or deluded that it's a sheep accusing itself of peeing in the trough, an animal farm, well, then obviously they're so beyond being able to reason with them. I mean, they're crazy that it's scary. Because then you realize, oh, my God, we don't even have the means to communicate, and God knows what they might do. Uh, I'll give you some more details. In a department-wide email obtained uh, by the Washington Free Beacon, UCLA political science chair Michael Chui and two other department leaders condemned lecturer W. Ajax Paris's use of the racially incendiary word in a lecture he was delivering about the history of racism against African Americans. If you can believe that. UCLA officials said the department referred Paris, um, who happens to be an Air Force veteran, to the university's discrimination prevention office and urged students to come forward with complaints. The email faulted the postdoctoral lecturer for showing a documentary to the class in which a lynching is described and not stopping the presentation when students complain. Because Lord knows you shouldn't learn that. How do you teach the history of racism Anyway, the lecturer, um, this is a quote now from the vice chair. Are you sure this I'm is? sorry, by the chairman of the department. And this is from a solid source. Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely, yeah. Um, quote, the lecturer also shared a portion of a documentary which included graphic images and descriptions of lynching with a narrator who quoted the N-word and explaining the history of lynching. Many students expressed distress and anger regarding the lecture and the lecturer's response to the concerns during the lecture. We share students' concerns that the lecturer did not simply pause and reassess their teaching pedagogy to meet the student's name. This is the most extreme example of this I've ever heard. I know. It's Um, scary. And I understand why you wouldn't quit because you need a paycheck, but how do you not quit? Okay, fine, I'm out. I obviously can't function in this environment. Right. You people are insane. They're actually crazy. People are actually crazy about this. So uh, a bunch of alleged smarter-than-average kids, because it's a hard college to get into, you can't say, this was the term at the time. Right. And that's good enough. Here's a quote from one of the lynchers, right, to show you how the depth of the hatred, blah, blah. No, you can't. And uh, here's your punchline, back to Animal Farm, back to being on your knees, begging the Maoist youth not to kill you in the streets. Mr. Paris issued written and video apologies to students following these complaints. I would not do that. The apology has not stopped calls for his firing. There's no redemption. There's no forgiveness. There's no road back. You must be terminated. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. You know, I don't know what his financial needs are, but I just I could not write a letter of apology for that. No, no. Get off your knees, sir. Got better I, to better to move on to a different job on your feet than die on your knees, or become the face of this and speak before Congress and be on Bill Maher's show, be on all be on our show, and 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 talk to ninety percent of the country would be in agreement with you. By the way, right? Not surprisingly, our friends at Fire, the Foundation for Individual Rights in Education, are on fire. 
and, and have said the right things about the First Amendment and academic freedom, but uh, went on to say, Paris's academic freedom as a faculty member at a public institution bound by the First Amendment includes the right to decide whether and how to confront or discuss difficult or offensive material, including historical readings that document our nation's um, centuries-long count- history of racism. Counterpoint, apparently it doesn't. All uh, right. Not at UCLA, it doesn't. The university system as currently constituted, speaking, we've been talking about cop shop being reformed, torn down to the studs, rebuilt like they did in Camden, New Jersey. University system, absolutely. Shut every single one of them down. Then start again. They are way too diseased <laughs> to continue. That is so crazy. I know. Well, it's so crazy, you realize, oh my God, I cannot communicate with these people. We have no common reference reading martin luther king's letter from birmingham jail is going to get this guy fired in a class about racism i i used to not be able to understand cultural revolutions revolution stuff from china i would read it and i just i I couldn't understand it it never made any sense to me how it could happen yeah it's politics now now i get it because i'm surrounded by the beginnings of it right it's a combination of people get filled with fervor they want to be the, the biggest, best religious devotee they can, and they see other people getting killed around them for casting any doubt. And the rules change very quickly. Right. you got to change with the rules immediately, or you're all of a sudden on the wrong side. You didn't even know it. Exactly. And you will be the next beaten to death in the streets. Way to go, UCLA. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Somebody said, uh, if you watch something on Netflix, they run some uh, We Support Black Lives Matter stuff at the beginning. I noticed that on um, a website I was on yesterday, just buying some guitar strings. It, just, it doesn't bother me. I just think it's interesting uh, that companies feel like they... I understand, Well, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say, I understand supporting Black Lives Matter. I understand being against white cops murdering unarmed black people. I'm against any cops murdering anybody. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Including that, of course. Black Lives Matter does have some, uh, you know, a platform, a political platform that not everybody's going to agree with. So. Mm-hmm. But they must not mean that. I don't know. I don't want to get off on that tangent. So uh, yesterday, uh, George Floyd Memorial, Al Sharpton was there. Yes, this one in Houston. And exploded into music in a way that I'd never heard him do before, and uh, here's how that went. The Lord will make a way out of no way. And I can tell you, 40 years later, he walks with me. He talks with me. He tells me that I'm his own. He's been fooled. When I was hungry, he'd been watered. When I was thirsty, he's my rock, my sword and shield, my wheel. In the middle of the wheel, he's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. He woke me up this morning, started me on my way. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. There 
wasn't a lot of that in the church I grew up in. I didn't know he did. I didn't know he did that sort of thing. Yeah, the Southern preacher deal. Can I? Is that keyboardist uh, available? That guy on the organ was crushing it. You know, not to get off on a musical tangent, but it's so obvious to hear if you listen to much music how. Uh, soul R&B music came out of church music. Mm-hmm. I mean, Aretha oh, sure. and, and, and all those folks. The Pointers, one of the founding Pointer sisters uh, just passed away. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's sound. Um, Hadn't heard Al do his preaching thing in a long time. Normally uh, used to him being utterly incoherent and, and not particularly helpful on MSNBC or or just preaching politics, but... Right, he does, he does come from a preaching background. Um, I, I personally think he makes things worse, not better. I think there are some brilliant, um, persuasive, uh, thought-provoking civil rights leaders out there who ought to be heard instead of Al Sharpton. But that's my my opinion. It's amazing that uh, that nobody's come along to take that slot. Or nobody's been able to push him out of that slot as the spokesman for black America, which is a silly concept. But he's the guy on your cable news channel. On MSNBC, he's the guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. How odd. Uh, I don't know how you're feeling about things just in general, but the Wall Street Journal had a poll over the weekend. Eight out of ten Americans believe that things are out of control <laughs> in, in the United States. Well, they're not under control. <laughs> well, then they're out of control. <laughs> I think by know, definition. They're, they're kind of wacky. I'll grant you that. I've never seen that poll before. Eight out of ten Americans believe that things are out of control. Do you think things are out of control? Yes. I'd say yes. Yes, I do. (laughs) Yes. I don't don't particularly want them to be controlled, but I know what they mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, things are crazy. Well, you want them to be within uh, certain limits. Sure. Right. I mean, our I'm politics, okay. our media, our uh, all kinds of different stuff. I used to, uh, I used to bowl a fair amount. Occasionally, I'd throw a gutter ball, but I never threw it in the lane next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I believe since right around the beginning of 2020, uh, we've been chucking balls into the lane next. Oh to us yeah, you're hitting country. a guy picking out his shoes behind you. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Wait a minute. Um, the uh, the COVID thing. I, we're going to do something else here, aren't we? This is so good. Uh, one of our brilliant listeners who is a geo-intelligence analyst and sent us some really interesting stuff about uh, the COVID in China. We'll get to that before the end of the hour. Can you nail down for me, since I was gone yesterday, I just saw the headlines over the weekend. So if people that are asymptomatic can spread the disease or can't? Because originally... The whole the whole underpinning for shutting things down was you can't tell who's got it and who doesn't. You can't wait to just isolate sick people because no. non-sick people are spreading it like crazy. And like 85% of people don't show any symptoms and they're spreading it all over the place. So the CDC chick comes out the other day. Uh, She's it was the, the, the WHO person. The, the, the WHO, yeah. I, I apologize. Um, we, we have heard. You want to just hear her say it? Uh, yeah, go ahead. You said you had it, but you lost. We have a number of reports from countries who are doing very detailed contact tracing. They're following asymptomatic cases, they're following contacts, and they're not finding secondary transmission onward. It's very rare. We are constantly looking at this data, and we're trying to get more information from countries to truly answer this question. It still appears to be rare that an asymptomatic individual actually transmits 
onward. Well, that's huge. Well, that's yeah, it's huge. A, then the CDC replied. It was, it was the it was a Harvard school. No, of, I'm thinking of a different else. thing. Because okay. the Harvard dude said his thing, then the CDC walked that back, and then the WHO walked that back. And I, I got. So where are we I now? Just, uh, I, I don't know. Where the hell are you? I know where I am. <laughs> Shut up. I, I decided. Uh, why would I think the latest statement is the definitive it's a one? Decent and I, point. And I gave up. I stopped following. That's it. a decent point, right I there. I thought, what the hell? I don't know. Neither the, do you. The last person <laughs> to speak isn't necessarily right. Right. Exactly. So I, I gave up. I don't know where we are now. No friggin' clue. Well, the the good thing about nailing it down would be, if it does come back in the fall, then you've got no argument for shutting things down. Right. You can you make an gotta, argument for, uh, you got to check people's temperatures before they come in and ask them if they got a cough or something like that. But you can't. You can't just shut people's businesses down. Now, non-Belgians, intelligent people, <laughs> uh, have pointed out that pre-symptomatic is different than asymptomatic. And that if somebody ends up sick, okay. then you got to go back several days and figure out who they, you know, were well, interacting that, with. But isn't the net result the same then? Huh? You, don't, you, don't, you don't know the difference between asymptomatic and pre-symptomatic until they... Have symptoms. Yeah. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Kerblewy. There yeah. goes my mind. Yeah. No, but for the purposes of contact tracing, I mean, the asymptomatic person, you're never going to know they had the vid. Well, sure. Probably, unless we test everybody all the time. But the asymptomatic folks, I'm sorry, the pre-symptomatic folks, yeah, you do have to use that and, and figure out who they talked to, but who they spoke moistly on. So I was going through my notes in my phone for news and stuff like that. I, yes. most, I mostly have pictures from my little vacation I just took. There was a little uh, fair for some reason, a little carnival going on near Fabulous. where my parents live in Pine Top, Arizona. Sort of thing that doesn't happen in my county. Like I've been Founded saying, by Pine Top Perkins, I believe the great blues guitarist. Where where I was in Arizona, it was as if this whole COVID thing is not happening. I live in a county where everything's closed and you're not allowed to like, be out of your car without a mask. So it was pretty shocking to be somewhere where everything is completely normal. Mm. Anyway, there's a little carnival going on and they wanted to go, so we went over to the carnival. It was a tiny, the tiniest little carnival I've ever seen, a little small town carnival. But anyway, um, I bought them the wristbands so they could ride everything as much as they wanted. It was fifteen entire dollars, mm. and uh, and they rode rides. They rode nothing but spinny rides. Oh lord! And they rode like Uh-oh. seven spinny rides Ooh. in a row, and I watched them ride the whole <laughs> ride. So I'm standing there, and there's hardly anybody at this carnival. Yeah. I'm watching them. I've had a lot of coffee. I finally got a piece. So they get on like their eighth ride. I go over to the uh, the porta potty, come back, and. Henry is leaned over with his eyes closed with his hands over his mouth. Uh-oh. And this ride spinning around. And around. Uh-oh. And I didn't know oh, if while he's on the ride. While he's on the ride. Oh, I didn't know if he'd already thrown up oh, or was about to throw up on the ride or whatever. So I go up to the guy running the, the thing and say, hey, you got a kid that's either yacked or about to yak. You might want to slow it. He's, oh, and he pulls the lever and slows it down. Yeah. And I have to go get Henry up and he's just. Oh, and if you're and not a spinny ride, man, you're going to be like a broadcast sprinkler. And they both had to sit down on a bench for a long time for we, before we could even get to the car. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. It really sick to my stomach. And actually, I threw up yesterday. I suppose as the adult, I should have stepped in and not let them ride so many that spin. But mm, you got to learn them. Yeah, you got to learn. Yeah, yeah. I, I had that experience with uh, with teacups. I, I was used to doing teacups when I was the only one spinning. So I was like, oh, I'm a teacup champion. I, I can do this. But then when I got in with somebody with adult strength who was spinning the teacup, it was a sort of spinning that I wasn't accustomed to. Yeah, exactly. Well, you were enjoying it till you weren't enjoying well, it. Well, and yeah, it's a cumulative thing because they did a teacup sort of thing like their second ride yeah. and were fine. Right. It's just, you know, too many of spinning. 
I can't do one of those. The, I find that to be one of the most unpleasant feelings you can get is motion sickness. Talking about it is making me want to vomit. The feeling in my head, I never get that feeling in my head in any other way. Not not tequila, not lack of sleep, not anything. The the the, the motion sickness. Oh, mm. oh mm. I wanted to vomit just looking at him. So, <laughs> geo-intelligence analysts are looking at evidence, hard evidence, and says, and they say China's lying like crazy. No way. Even beyond what we understood. How about dare the they? COVID-19. How absolutely dare they? <sighs> now come on, China. Exactly. They're dirty, dirty communists. They're the worst, the most evil regime on earth. More evidence next. China is asshole. Right. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't touch him. Get Get aboard. Yeah, put the chair. I'm saving you. (laughs) I'm saving you. Let me save you. Thank you. (laughs) That's a girl trying to rescue a squirrel from a kiddie pool. Let me save you, she screams. I'm guessing the squirrel, what happens? And runs up the, uh, the it, chair. And, and it just jumps, essentially just does a, uh, a rebound off of her face. And uh, she, she kind of is startled by the moment, which you heard there. <laughs> so my son Henry's trying to uh, pet a squirrel at the Grand Canyon. I think mm. nothing of it, because he does this at every park we've ever been to. The squirrels run away. Right. Of course they do. As well, squirrels will. It didn't in this case. You know what squirrels are? They're squirrely. It didn't in this case. He gets down to he, what? he he sits down on the pavement to pet the squirrel. The squirrel comes up and jumps up in his lap. Whoa, my goodness! Was standing in his lap, like Boy. with his feet on his chest. They're a little accustomed to humans. They're like Yellowstone bears. And there were signs that said, "Don't feed the squirrels; they may have rabies or the plague." Durr. I don't want either one of those. Yeah, I was not happy. I turn around. There's a squirrel standing on his lap with its feet on him. Anyway, speaking of dread diseases. Got this note from Al or Aileen Anonymous. I'm not even going to tell you their gender. Maybe wow. they're gender neutral. That's how secret it is. Maybe they're non-binary. But they are a geoint analyst, which is it will become clear. They study satellite photos of uh, various uh, hamlets and countries around the world to see what the heck's going on in there. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yeah, it could get a little dull at times, but... I'll just read what uh, Al or Aileen <coughs> says. Um, I'm a geo-analyst and looked through imagery of Wuhan hospitals, Wuhan, China, by date following those reports about the bat fever hitting China earlier than they said. Uh, following the imagery attached, and he, he attached a bunch of, of satellite pictures, you'll notice a sharp up- uptick in vehicles in the parking lots and in the ER line between the end of August and mid-October. For many weeks, end of October, in the bottom left of the imagery, you'll notice what is most likely a line of morgue trucks and vans. God, I wish we had a health organization that represented the world Mm. that could look. You call it the, I don't know, the World Health Organization. But they'd have to have China as a member. That could look into these things. Right. December imagery shows about the same, if not less, than October in terms of vehicles. And then in January, it's a ghost town. 
This trend is consistent with other hospitals in the Wuhan region. China clearly had an outbreak far earlier than they claimed and kept it from the world. I think that's more likely than not. Yeah. It not being true would be the surprising part. And I I also believe, and I think at some point, because they can go backwards with the genetics of viruses and figure out a lot in retrospect, that they'll they'll state that yeah it ripped through the west coast way before say february of of 2020 and this on this china stuff you know trump's got that information and they're telling the the who behind the scenes you know he made the announcement they're out for whatever reason we're not pantsing them completely yet mm-hmm. but uh, I, I think hoping to uh you know reform as opposed to just chuck completely Although, I don't know why we're not just, just open outing that Dr. Tedros uh, uh, virus. There He's must, a virus. There must be some reason. Face is a virus. Oh, well, <laughs> what, what do you think this, we don't have time to get into this, maybe tomorrow, um, this, this effort by all the epidemiologists to cover their butts on reversing course completely on gatherings, since they wouldn't let you to gather for any reason, church, wedding, anything that's important to you, right. until a... A, a political story came along that they agreed with, then all of a sudden everybody can gather and protest. How about their attempt to cover that up by making racism a health a virus? Have you been following that? Various quotes from Just some of these vaguely, people? vaguely, yeah. Racism is a virus that spreads and causes damage to health. So that's right. why we're... That's why oh, we're permitting okay. it, because it's every bit as dangerous right. as, as the COVID. So we're stamping out racism as scientists. Okay, nice try. Nice try. <sighs> You know, listen, if there's a horrendous uh, pandemic going on and people are croaking, I get why um, I get why you're going to have uh, rules and regs and an effort to stop it and quarantine. Even libertarians believe um, pandemics are a, a, a time when people need to come together and the government has a function, depending, you know, how extreme a libertarian you are. On the other hand, and I promise you, this will bear out every time you observe it in your life. You give the government control or more control, they will mishandle it. They will be ham-handed, they will be unfair, they will ignore your rights, the rest of it. If you have to hand them that club, hand it to them for as short a time as possible, then yank it back, because it'll go south every single time. Ham hands. That sounds fantastic. Your own hand. I want the show to be over, but I'm ready. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the hour. There he is, pressing buttons in the control room. Keeps on the air. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, my bride-to-be is picking up her wedding dress on Thursday, and we still don't know about our wedding in October, so I'm hoping she can use this thing somehow. (laughs) You can have it in my backyard. We'll have a clandestine wedding. Positive Sean, a final thought for us? It is fascinating to see in the modern political landscape of policies trying to play catch-up to slogans. I first saw it happen with the, the, you know, the build the wall thing, and now I think the defund the police is another example of this, where slogans catch on and policymakers need to play catch-up to try to define what that actually means. Mm. Jack, final thought for us? Uh, Yes, I believe I'm in a minority here, but I did a long driving trip with my kids, and it had all the charm, and I think we'll have memories in a way that flying never does. Mm. No charm, no memories, no nothing, just crap. I remember standing in the security line. Remember that when they said, take off your belt? Good times. Ugh. 
My final thought is Paramount Network, and who is the other guys who pulled the other uh, cop show? Pulling cops, an idiotic, strange, inexplicable uh, move. They pulled the show Cops because you can't have anything that's at all sympathetic or positive with police on the air these days. It's like, what? Lego with the police stuff? Did you follow that whole story? Yeah, which was kind of misreported, as I understand. But but still, there was something to it. Yeah, yeah. You're overthinking these things. I, I tell you what, I'll say it again. The more I observe humanity, the less I like it. Armstrong and Getty rabbit about other grueling four-hour work. Can you become a beaver? <laughs> Can you apply for, like, armadillo hood or something? I'm tired of being a human. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our podcasts are there. You can buy cool A&G swag. You want to drop us an email, it's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll see you tomorrow as we are contractually obligated to be here. What? <laughs> God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> That's good. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? He said he may not be there when you want him, but he's always on time. Armstrong and Getty.